Hello, I'm Connie Rotella, and welcome to our Triple Thread Podcast. I'm super excited to begin this journey with all of you. Are you ready to put your best foot forward and show up with confidence? This tool is here to help you evolve into the artist you are meant to be. Just always remember to believe, become, and be ready. Add a new skill set or refine what you already know. So here we go. I am super excited to introduce you to today's guest. He's an actor from Montreal. Kareem Aline is in the house with us today. Hi, Kareem. How are you? Hi, Connie. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great. So today we're going to be talking about acting. Yes. Yes, we and, are. And all the work ethic and discipline it takes to get to where you want to be. Mm. And you're the perfect example right now because I kind of feel like you're the next generation of the superstar actors that we're going to see um, on TV, which you're already on screen, right? But you're, you're still growing and becoming and developing so much every day because I see you in my demo space auditioning <laughs> for all these awesome roles and you're on a roll. Your work ethic is unbelievable for Montreal. Like Thank you're you. really one of a kind. So let's start by um, speaking about how did you get started in all this? Um, well, you know, I've always been um, a creative person. I've always loved the stage. Since I was a kid, I was just always doing like talent shows or anything to get up on stage. I had a lot of fun doing it. I remember as a kid as well with our friends on the street, we would try to create these little comedic skits and stuff. It never panned out, but we'd always try to do it. So I think just being a very creative person and having my sister who was into music and also acting, she went to drama class and there was a lot of influence there. So when I went to high school, I went to drama class uh, from seventh grade to 11th grade. I had so much fun. I learned a lot and I just knew that's what I wanted to do in my life. I just knew I wanted to be an actor. There was nothing else that was interesting me or driving me in that way other than being an athlete, but I just saw myself being an actor for sure. Um, so I think, you know, once I was in drama class, I decided to go to college and study professional theater. That was where I really got my foundation and really got to build upon what I already had. And then I decided to, you know, go into film and TV. It's, a, it's what I've always loved to do is I've always wanted to see myself on screen in the in the theater, you know, watching myself on TV. I've always wanted to see it. So now I'm finally living that dream. There's still a long ways to go. I'm still, still not where I want to be, but I'm definitely happy with everything that I have so far. And I'm grateful for the opportunities that I've been giving thus far. I love it when you say I'm not where I want to be. Where do you want to be? I want to be way more successful than I am right now. I know I can be so much further than where I'm at. I mean, again, I'm grateful for everything that I have right now, but I want to see myself as a series regular, as a, as a guest star on this show, uh, supporting role, lead role. I want to see myself doing these things consistently, not just here and there. I want to constantly be working. That's my goal. And I'm continuing to work hard to achieve that. Kareem? <laughs> I just think you're amazing. I see you almost every day now in, in yes. because of the studio. And I didn't know you before. And someone led you to me and literally a new friendship just got started. And here you are yes. now taking care of my demo space. Actors come in and shoot and you're the coach and reader. And this is like a new thing for you, um, which I'm really excited to have you. And you're also teaching at my studio, the teen mm -hmm. class scene work. Mm -hmm. And what I love about what you said and where you see yourself I hope you listening in, do you see how confident and how he knows himself so well in order to see where he, he wants to be? Not everybody's able to speak like you and it's like, this is where I want to be, but you're saying it with confidence because 
you're doing the work every day. Yes. Yes. I definitely put in a lot of work. Um, you know, growing up, I've always been the type of person, especially with my athletic background, that you have to put the work in to see results. You're just not going to see any results without putting in that work. And I was fortunate to have a teacher in um, when I was studying professional theater. Her name is Joan McBride. And the things she taught us, one of them in particular, always vigorously pursue your objective. And what that means is, you know, pursue the thing you want the most in your life, but do the work to get it. You cannot get what you want without putting in that work. And so that's something I live by day after day. I, I create on my own. I, I work through stuff on my own. I, I'll memorize new monologues, new scenes. I'll get together with acting friends and we'll work on stuff. We'll give each other feedback. We do all kinds of different things because we want to keep exercising our skills. We want to hone our talent. And again, we're not going to achieve the success that we want in this industry if we don't work on those things. There are so many different components to becoming a successful actor. A lot of them are out of your control. The one thing that I can control is my own abilities, is my own skills. Those are the things that I can control and continue to work upon and exercise. Are you all listening? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Kareem. Thank you. And you're so young. Are we allowed to say your age? Sure. I'm not, I don't mind. I'm 28 years old. So there you go. Young. Yes, exactly. And I say it, I, I, I want people to know where they're at because we should not complain. It doesn't matter. Just get up and do the work. Kareem, mm. you're not coming from nowhere, no experience because you did leave Montreal to go to Vancouver. You have an agent in Vancouver. You did work. Can you speak to me about Vancouver and everything you've done there? Yes. Yeah, so after starting out in the industry here in Montreal, I've recognized, um, sort of that I wouldn't necessarily get where I wanted to be if I stayed here in Montreal. I didn't see the level of roles that they have in Toronto and Vancouver, for instance. And so I decided it's my time to go over to Vancouver and see what I can do over there. I was fortunate enough that the industry was way more open to people of color at this point. And so I was able to secure a really, really good agent, um, Mary Falcon at uh, Play Management. She's great. She She knows what she's doing. And you know, I've been able to audition for a multitude of projects I never would have been able to even see, which is crazy to me because I got to audition for, you know, huge CW shows like The Flash and Charmed and Supergirl and, you know, things like that, that I could only dream about auditioning for. And I finally had the opportunity to do that. And there's also something about Vancouver being in, in such a huge acting hub. You're immersed in the acting culture. You're around actors all the time. You're meeting actors here and there. There's so many different acting classes. I joined an acting class with Deb Podowski, which I thought was really great. I learned a lot from her as well. And you get to be around people who are driven, focused. They also have work ethic. They also work hard. And not to mention, you have people in your class who are lead roles on TV series right now. You know, so you're getting to be around people who are actually working and everyone in that class actually was working. So for me, moving to Vancouver was the opportunity to consistently be immersed in what I love to do, but to also be influenced and continue to be motivated by other people as well. I've always motivated myself, but when you get in an environment that's also very motivating, it just keeps pushing you and pushing you and pushing you. And so that's why I went to Vancouver. I thought it would have been a great opportunity for that. Well, not only that, but you you filmed a few things because in December, I feel like Kareem was in so many movies. I, I just kept seeing, <laughs> seeing all of your projects come to life. So I'm like, hey. Yeah, I'm realizing I haven't even talked about the bookings. Um, 
that was another amazing thing. Going to Vancouver, I actually, my first audition, I booked it, which was confirmation for me that I did the right thing moving there. It was just such an amazing thing to, to go in, do your first audition. You see all these actors, you're a little nervous, and then boom, they gave me the part. I just came from Montreal and they booked me for it. So that was really exciting. I was really happy to, about that. And, you know, the work kept coming. I kept auditioning and bigger things are coming along. I got a great supporting role in um, Stolen by My Mother, the Kamaya Mobley story. It's a lifetime film. It broke records. I got to work with Nisi Nash, which was really amazing. Taronda Jones from Empire. Raven Simone was also on there. It was just such a, a great opportunity to work with industry professionals, people who have been around for a very long time. I worked with an amazing director, Jeff Bird. I learned so much from them and it just helped propel me to continue to do better things in the industry. Um, I booked my first ever lead role out of Vancouver. It was for Toronto, but it was out of Vancouver. Um, and again, these are opportunities I would not have had if I was in Montreal. Um, I think that's an unfortunate thing, but again, I was very grateful to have Vancouver in that moment to be able to book these amazing projects that I now have on my resume that I'm able to show, you know, what I'm capable of doing, what I've been working towards for so long. Because again, you study professional theater, you know, but there's no guarantee that you'll work after that. And so I'm very, very happy and very grateful that I've been able to secure what I have so far in the industry. And I'm, I'm still looking for more. I want more. Oh. I'm happy, and you but know I what? always want more. Claim it. It's coming yes. your way, Kareem. And I've said it from day one. And even when I see you act, I'm like this going, oh my God, I'm excited to see the, bef well, it's not technically the before and after, but it's because I see you in studio and I can't mm -hmm. wait for everybody to actually see where all this dream is coming from, this passion, because we feel the passion. You, you guys are not seeing him, but I, I see this passion in front of me, but you hear it in his voice. Um, why did you come back to Montreal? So with everything going on with COVID um, and just what I felt was coming after that, I didn't feel like it was serving me to still live in Vancouver. Um, there was a huge shift in the way that people were living their lives and in the way that things were going on. And it just wasn't working for me anymore. I didn't enjoy being in Vancouver as much. There's a multitude of different reasons, uh, including racism out there and including just the way that people can kind of be. And there was a, a few different things that kind of brought me back to wanting to, to find home and find my peace here in Montreal again. Um, so I was fortunate I had actually booked um, a role on a, a holiday film here in Montreal. So I used that to come back and move back to Montreal because I figured I'm going back anyway to film. Might as well just move. So that's what I decided to do. And while I was here, you know, you were just talking about passion in my voice and stuff like that. And interestingly enough, a lot of that passion and drive had dwindled after I finished filming that movie. I wasn't in the healthiest place. Um, I had gained a lot of weight from a lot of the stress that I had, and I wasn't confident looking at myself. I, I didn't, I was not happy with that. I felt like my abilities were kind of just waning and I just wasn't feeling my best at all. And it took quite a few months. Again, I'm super grateful that Lydia Moore introduced us because that gave me an opportunity to get back into it. I started filming some of my auditions here. I mean, all, all of my auditions, I started filming here. And then there was the opportunity to, for you to, to, you know, push me towards doing the improv class and also the musical theater class, which is entirely new for me. And 
also to teach as well. And all those aspects is what brought me back to having way more passion in what I do because I was, again, immersed in it. I was immersed in the art of it. And I felt like that's what I was missing for a long time. I think Vancouver was great, but it brought so much of a business side to it that it kind of, it, it sort of removed a lot of that passion that I did have initially because I wasn't really feeling the art anymore. And so I was really happy to come here. I get to teach these amazing, talented kids and to see them grow and develop so much. And a lot of that is because of what I'm teaching them. There's no better feeling. There really is no better feeling than that. And it only made my acting better. Um, I remember in September, I started auditioning a little bit more and actually a lot of my stress had gone away and I had lost some weight. So I, I was happy to see myself on camera again, but I was also just happy with what I was doing. I felt like my work was really good. Um, I, I started getting more callbacks. I, I got a chemistry read from that. I booked a role like, that I shot in November in 2021 in Vancouver again. And, you know, things were really on the up and up and yeah, so I'm, I'm, that's one of the reasons I came back to Montreal to get my peace, to feel a lot better. And that definitely happened. I feel like I'm in a much better place right now. Thank you for sharing. You're being super honest. And it's so important because I speak to a lot of artists, um, theater students that come out of theater school, and even parents that are concerned and worried, what is there out there for them? And it's like they're looking for something. And in my head, you just spoke about the passion. And I hope I, I keep I always talk about passion and having fun. And I hope they understand through your story how passion is everything. It's just our driving force. And whatever comes, it's going to come. You have a goal, but you have to have fun every day. You have to work towards it every day. I don't know when or how it's going to happen, but it will. But I feel like, do you feel like coming out of theater school, there's not enough tools for for all of you to understand where to go or are you left alone or like I'm trying to understand how we can help the theater school uh, students um, dive in deep in this industry. Um, so I think there are a lot of missing components when you are in theater school. Um, I think they do teach you some very fundamental things. Example, I had a class called, I think it was business management. And so they teach you some of the things that you'll need to know business-wise in the industry. Um, but they don't necessarily prepare you for things like even if you submit to 10 different agents, they might not want to sign you. So they don't necessarily prepare you to understand that you might not necessarily get what you're expecting to get right off the bat. Coming from theater school doesn't mean that you'll get signed. It doesn't mean you'll get to start auditioning for TV show and film right away. That doesn't necessarily mean that. And so I think they can do a much better job at explaining the possibilities and to also not have certain expectations because when you can prepare yourself for a lot more of the no's, then you might be, you might start to, to have a more stronger work ethic. You know, years down the road, now I'm realizing why haven't I wrote, uh, written, you know, plays or written screenplays earlier on in my career? I could have been doing those things, you know, and I'm doing them now. But those are things that I feel like the theater community could definitely explain a little bit better. Um, you know, do multiple things, not just the one thing. You know, uh, you're going to audition, but also write. Also create with your friends. Create some projects. You know, create your own acting group. You know, there's not always going to be a, a teacher out there or a workshop or, or, or this or that. There's not always going to be those things. So what are you going to do for you? And I think that's really important to get that message out that you have to do the work yourself as well. 
and not just rely on the industry to give anything to you. Right. Now in your time, maybe I did not exist, but now I do exist. So they come to me and I, this is where I am able to help them with all the programs, classes, agents, training, demos, anything they need, because yes, um, I fill in all that, those questions, those unanswered questions, like, what do I do now? How do I get an agent? All these questions they have coming out of school, they, not because you're going to school, you're going to become this professional actor coming out of school. And now it's up to you to do the work. It actually is mm-hmm. always up to you to do the work, even when you're in school. Technically, you should always be training because school is school and training is training. Real life is real life. Exactly. So it's two different things. Everybody listening, because I do repeat that so many times. Well, I definitely find with theater school that they can, there's certain things that can be taught a little bit more. For example, um, the difference between being an actor of color versus white actors. Um, one of the, or some of the issues that have arisen for me is um, emailing an agent looking for representation and then being told they already have a black actor, which that wasn't a thing that happened for a lot of white actors. You know, they had multiple white actors on their roster, but then they would have two, maybe three black actors and say that's all they can have. The reasoning behind that was that there wasn't enough work for actors of color. And so they didn't want to have too many black actors, for instance, because how are they going to submit so many to you know the few roles that existed? Times have changed. There is way more work for people of color, which is a great thing. Um, I still feel though that some of those archaic practices are still within the industry. Um, back in just 2016, I went to meet with an agent to have a, a meeting to see if I wanted to rep, uh, have him represent me, and this act, uh, this this agent said you know, your skin is not too dark, your nose is not too big, you know, things like that, which is like, what is being said to me right now? So a lot of these things, I wish that I had the opportunity and I'm actually looking towards going back to my old college and having these conversations to get them to understand that there is a difference um, for actors of color. And there's things that we do need to know um, that will help us um, figure things out in a different way. So for instance, what it would look like for you auditioning. And, you know, in theater school, they tend to focus on British accents, for instance. But when I graduate school, the majority of the accents that I end up working on are uh, Western, Western African or potentially Haitian, Af- uh, Haitian accents or Caribbean accents like Trinidad or St. Vincent or Grenadian or, you know, things like that. Um, and so those are things that definitely have to be spoken about and we need to inform actors of color that there is a huge difference for the things that you're going to have to learn um, and and the things that you'll also have to deal with going through this industry. You know, that's very nice of you to be able to maybe return to your um, theater program and and talk about this, because how did that make you feel when the agent was saying you're not too dark enough and you're no like, how do you feel when they speak like that? I was very lucky that at that point, I was very confident in who I was as a person, um, especially within my Blackness. Um, I was always someone who was a little bit, I mean, I've always been pro-Black, but I was still kind of cautious about being too pro-Black. But by that point, I was very comfortable with who I was as a Black person. And it didn't bother me so much that he said those things. I wasn't offended by them. What, What I was bothered by is why he was saying it. Mm-hmm. And why at that point in 2016, was that even a topic of conversation? Why was he even thinking those things? 
That's what the problem was for me. Thankfully, that agent is no longer an agent, but those are some of the things that were wrong with that. And so I definitely think that it's important to let every every person know that there are going to be some issues with that and you need to be comfortable with yourself. You need to, to learn to just be very secure and confident in who you are and your abilities, what you look like, because you can't go out there with those insecurities because everything will play upon them. You'll be told you're not, you know, you're, you're too dark or you're too light or you're a little bit too overweight or you're not big enough. Uh, you know, you need a little bit more muscle. You have too much muscle. You're too short. You're too tall. Your neck is too thick. There's so many different things that you'll be told. And if you are not securing yourself as a person, those things are really going to make you feel bad. Mm-hmm. You have to learn to kind of just deal with them. So know who you are, know yes. and love yourself and love be wonderful yourself. you. Yes, absolutely. Because this industry could hurt you. But again, if you choose to do this, you have to be ready for everything. Yes. You have yes. to be ready. So go get all the, the teachings that you need in order for you to be at the level uh, to be able to take on whatever direction or whatever comment <laughs> is being thrown at you being a dancer we always struggle with you're too short you know you're not tall enough you know you you're five pounds extra you have to you know uh in order to fit in your costumes like you can never gain five pounds because you always have to fit into the same costume no one is going to change costumes every week right so so i mean yes it's it's that whole discipline but again we are always training so our body is always fit Um, but things do happen, but an actor or anybody uh, living in today's days, like, I think now we are embracing all cultures. We, um, especially Montreal, the diversity, the languages, like Mm. we are so blessed. I I feel like Mm. it's like, how do you say that in English? It's, um, it's a gift we have here to be able to have all this, <laughs> all this mm-hmm. variety, diversity, languages, like, wow, how beautiful are we, you know? So make sure that you know you count and however you look like deserves a place where yes. you want to be. Exactly. And again, we're seeing a lot of that represented way more on TV these days. Fortunately, Uh, platforms like Netflix and Amazon Prime have given voices to people of color, people of different backgrounds, different abilities. Um, you're, you're a, we have stories now that are showcasing the variety of people that exist on this planet. And that is a testament to us speaking up and to saying that it's not just this uniform way. And we have amazing stories now because of that. What do you feel the difference between Montreal and Vancouver? Mm, well, um, one of the biggest differences there being over a hundred projects shooting in Vancouver at a time, um, whereas Montreal doesn't have as many projects. There's also multiple casting directors. So you get to be seen from so many different types of people. So it doesn't sometimes feel like you're only going to the one place all the time. And, you know, let's say you don't necessarily do well there. You might not get seen again in Vancouver even if you might not be seen by one particular casting director, there's still like 15, 20, 30 other ones that are, are glad to see you and might love your work. Um, so that's one of the di- biggest differences. 
And again, as well, there's so many acting classes. Deb Badowski is one of them. Jeb Beach is one of them. There's just there's, there's so many that you can continue to train. And I feel that that's something that's missing here in Montreal, where a lot of the actors that might feel lost, if they had that opportunity to be in class consistently, and not necessarily in a school setting or a conservatory setting, but just a consistent week-to-week acting class where they're learning. Exactly, exactly, like what we have here. Um, then that would definitely be beneficial because you get to be immersed in what you do. You get to learn and you also grow as a perfor- uh, as a performer and evolve as a person as well. So, you know, acting class, casting directors, uh, more projects, that's, that's some of the things. And I think just being in an environment that you know has so many actors and so many people that you can learn from is a, a huge component um, for what the differences are between here in Montreal. Montreal, I will say, though, has a significant amount of talented actors who just don't get the opportunity. That is the difference. Do they do the work? Uh, I will will say from a lot of the actors that I have met, sometimes they don't necessarily do the work. So that can be. Yeah. And why why do I think? Well, I think sometimes... When you're when you're in a, an environment that doesn't have as many opportunities and also doesn't necessarily uh, present to you the level of roles that you know you can do, then that can be very um, it can diminish your your feelings on on what you're doing. It can make you feel like, well, what's the point of putting in all this work if this is the end goal? You know, I've studied, I've trained for three years, I've taken this workshop, that workshop, I've done this, I've done that all that just to audition for another principal role, you know? So I know that sometimes that's the the thought process that comes across with a lot of actors, um, you know, to put in so much work to get something that's not necessarily viable isn't the best feeling. Uh, whereas in Vancouver, you can put in all that work and then audition for a lead role, a guest star role, a supporting role, a, a series regular, a series recurring, you know, so many amazing large roles that it feels worth it. I think at the end of the day, what the biggest issue here is, is that a lot of what we do doesn't ultimately feel worth it. And so that might stifle us, that might stifle our abilities, that might stifle the work ethic. But at the end of the day, when you want it, you'll do the work and you'll do it no matter what. Because you, when, when you have it in your mind, this is where I want to go. This is what I want for myself. This is where I want to be. You don't allow those little things, those little obstacles to, to bother you. You find your strategy. You find your tactics. You find those things to overcome those obstacles and get where you want to be. Mm-hmm. That's just my take on that. No, and it's great and it's important. So please never feel... Um guilty that you're not putting the work and we understand the emotions but in my head I always say to myself but hey I chose what I do I chose to dance and I'm having fun so if I chose to it why if I chose to do what I love to do why should I blame everything else right so it's this is where it always comes up like when I hear people complain I'm like but hey didn't you say you wanted to do this if you don't want to do this and if you don't want to roll with the all the curveballs and all the, you know, the challenges and whatever's in the way, then change path. Like, yes. I mean, no one is forcing you to do this. 
So, you know, Connie, you're absolutely right about that. And it's, it's a conversation I've had so many times with different actors. I'm really grateful to have met uh, a friend of mine, Mzinga Mwinga, and also Emmanuel Kabongo. They both talk to me a lot about gratitude, being very grateful for what you do have in this industry. It is so easy for us to complain and be bothered by the little things. And because it seems like when you're not where you want to be, you can find anything to, 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 to make a problem. And for myself, I complained a lot about a lot of these things. You know, you'd get four auditions here, five auditions or whatever. It's like, I don't have time to do all these auditions. I have to work. I have to do this. I have to do that. Why did they send me these auditions so last minute? Why are they always doing this to me? You know, it's like all these complaints come up. But you said it yesterday to me, actually. You texted me. Isn't it amazing to have such a good problem? Or what, what was it exactly how you put it? Isn't it amazing to have like great problems like this? Like people yes. are suffering in life. And here you are having five <laughs> big auditions coming your way. And here, what are you complaining about? Excuse me, what? I mean, the universe is giving you what you want. You just yes. need to show up to whatever the universe is giving you. It's a gift. Yes, you have to exactly. learn, but, but because of your work ethic, your daily work ethic, now you see how your your the brain is a muscle, just like the body is a muscle. When we dance, you're so ready. You can take those twelve pages and land and and do it. It's not going to take you a month, and you're not going to stress. So that's because you are prepared. Yes. yes, you are prepared. So you're calling it, claim it. It's all yours. It's all coming to you. And you know what? There are actors here in Montreal that are working all the time. So okay, I know we say it, it, it's always given to the same people, maybe. But at the same time, they're so fast on set. I'm pretty sure if we have to film them, they're fast. And I know you will be fast. We have to hire Kareem. <laughs> Let's hire yes, Kareem. Hire. He's ready. He's so ready, everyone. <laughs> Just hire him. Um, but I understand that they, they hire maybe a lot of the same people all the time. But I have, a you know, there's a reason why. And they're doing good work. And they deserve to be there, too. Exactly. So or we step up the game. Whoever actor feels like, you know, you're home. What did you do today? Did you spend 20 minutes reading out loud? Did you learn a new script? Did you read a book on acting? Did you watch a movie? Did you take notes? Have you done that? So if you haven't, I mean, go for it. Just like me, I'm a dancer. Did I warm up today? Am I, you know, am I showing up to my full capacity? Like, this is our daily routine. It's like eating, yes. sleeping. It's the same thing. We've got to just keep acting, dancing, and singing or whatever you choose to do. Exactly. You know, you, you've spoken to me about this as well, about, you know, how dancers continue to train on their own. They look for any opportunity to get in the studio or, you know, amongst other dancers just to dance and have fun with it. And actors definitely have to do the same thing. Um, we're not always going to have the opportunity or the finances to be in an acting class. So what are you going to do to continue training as an athlete? you have to keep training. There's no way you're going to keep maintain the same speed, maintain the same strength, maintain the same, same uh, skills on the, on the, on the pitch or on the court. You cannot maintain these things without constantly practicing them. You have to practice them. So as actors, we need to get together and work on these things together, give each other feedback, film a monologue, film a scene, ask for feedback from your peers. You know, we have to do those things. Those are the things that are going to keep us continuing to strengthen our skills. Um, you know, to then when you get the audition, you're ready. Your brain is ready to memorize that thing in 2.5 seconds. You're ready to, to perform your best because you've been practicing and exercising your, for your best. And so we have to keep working on those things consistently. And 
that's just a testament to being a, a working actor. Um, as you were just saying, the actors that are, you know, the roles are always given to the same actors. Yeah, but they work for it. Mm-hmm. A lot of them have worked really hard for it and they continue to work for it. And so that's not our concern that they're, you know, doing amazing. Uh, like, congratulations. You know, I want you to keep doing amazing. I'm happy for you. I want it for myself as well. And so I'm going to keep working hard until I get that too. It's not about comparison. It's not about what the other actor is doing. They're doing great things because they're doing great things. And we should just applaud that, you know, and the great things will happen for us too, as long as we put in the work for it. Definitely. Oh, you're, we're going to look back at this interview. <laughs> or this <laughs> we're going to listen back and we're going to be like, oh, Kareem is living his dream. And this is for all of you. You all can make it happen. It all depends. How badly do you want it? How bad do yes. you want it? And this exactly. is great problems to have. I, I'm wondering if casting and agents should remind or maybe they do do it. I'm not sure if they do it here in Montreal enough. Um, remind them, go out, take classes, always be warmed up. Do they do that enough? Um, I think that the a lot of agents here definitely request to some of their actors to, to get extra training if necessary, because most of the time they're taking a look at their self-tapes. And so they get a chance to see, okay, I think you need to work on this or work on that, et cetera, et cetera. So, I know in Vancouver, for instance, um, a lot of the agents there are constantly asking their talent to be in acting class just to keep it up, you know, because you can't you can't do nothing and then expect to do brilliant work at all times. We are we are all we are all talented, but it's the work ethic that helps hone that talent and exercise the skills. So we can't just rely on our talent all the time. You know, an athlete might be fast, but are you going to beat Usain Bolt if you don't practice that every day? Probably not. Right. So yeah, we definitely have to just keep working hard and hard and harder. And I think sometimes casting directors, I know at one point, uh, Andrea Kenyon, they did have their own workshop going on and elite had one as well at one point. Um, but I think these workshops need to happen a lot more frequently. I think the actors here in Montreal need more of an opportunity to be, be in some sort of a workshop just to work on things and, and, and to feel that there is an industry here as opposed to just something that you're looking on the outside all the time. You want to feel like you're a part of it, not just watching everyone else do great things. But I watched you start a group and bring it to the studio. And that's something we could definitely do. We can bring all of these actors in studio or anywhere just for all of you to keep practicing. Like us dancers, we practice. You're all more than welcome to keep practicing. I mean, we do have a lot of actors that come in, um, singers and, and dancers. So we're kind of speaking to all of you artists out there. Whatever you do, there is a community out there wanting exactly the same thing as you. And there's coaches yeah. and there's industry people that are helping and we all want to see you win and the fun part and i remember when you started joining our community you're like wow the support <laughs> like i mean everybody's here everybody wants it no one is competing and everybody's different and that's what's beautiful is that we see each other's work and we you know someone could admire your work and go oh, i want to you know like i'm striving to to do exactly what kareem is doing you know, there's a question that I was thinking this week because a lot of projects are coming in to shoot here in Montreal. And because you're from a Montreal agent and they're, and they're hiring from Toronto agent, you know, artists from Toronto agents, I'm just wondering sometimes, is it hurting us because we're in Montreal and they can hire our talent? Should we have representation outside of Montreal in order for us to be seen in our own city? I definitely feel that when I had a Toronto agent uh, a few years back, 
um, and even a Vancouver, my Vancouver agent as well, there are projects, um, lead roles and things like that, that I get to audition for, for Montreal that my Montreal agent wasn't able to get. So that sometimes happens because a lot of the projects tend to cast their larger roles in New York, LA, Vancouver, Toronto. Um, and then a lot of the minor roles tend to come out of Montreal. So it, it's a kind of weird thing where it would be beneficial to have an agent outside of Montreal, but at the same time, you would only have that agent because you're able to work in that other city. So a lot of actors can't work in Toronto if they're, if they don't have, um, uh, residency forms and things like that. So an agent wouldn't necessarily sign them unless they were planning to move to Toronto or to at least do the back and forth and work out of Toronto. So I definitely think it's beneficial to have an agent outside of Montreal that can see a lot of the larger roles for sure, because I'm not too sure why it is that productions come here and they don't seem to often cast Montrealers um, for the larger parts. I'm not too sure what that's about. Um, but again, I think that if we all continue to do, do the work and, and really, really be dedicated to what we're doing and, and showcase that passion, it's going to come. Energy attracts energy. And so if everyone on some level here continues to, to, to do the work and attract what they want, it's going to come. The producers are finally going to start seeing, oh, my God, these people are actually talented. Productions will come here and start to cast, you know, out of Montreal because they're going to recognize these people are actually good actors here, you know? So a like attracts like, energy attracts energy. And if we have that great energy, we're gonna continue to attract that back. You know what, we can raise the bar here in Montreal, but we can do it as a community. If we come together and we join forces and we work, you know, that discipline and, and mindset you have and the work ethic you have, if all of us bring it to that level, wow, I think we can make it happen, but again, Instead of waiting for the casting, the directors and the projects and the agents to do the work, we should actually bring, you know, we should do it. We should yeah. be the change we want to see. You yes. know what? More and more, we should definitely be the change we want to see. So um, great points. So inspiring right now. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's because you think of it, you're the next generation. We need to help. And then there's my son generation because you coach my son mm. at 16. He's a teen and you teach the teens. All of them are coming up after that. We need to do something in order to keep that flow of talent uh, working here in Montreal and, and having this opportunity to showcase well, who we are and what we do. Yes, yes, absolutely. And again, this is, a, it's, this is why Triple Threat Academy, you know, Don, uh, Dance One Two Three is one of the best places in Montreal to get any form of um, training because this, when I came here to this studio, I was... As you said, I was very shocked to see the amount of actors that were here, dancers, just all these performers that were in here doing their thing, doing what they love and are actually dedicated and committed to doing that. Um, it, it was definitely it influenced me a lot because it brought me back to what I've always loved doing. Um, even though there were some challenges for me, again, improv was a huge challenge. It was fun. I started to I, that's why my acting started to feel a lot more fresh. And it, I just felt like I was in a much better place because. I was finally training something that was different. I was doing something entirely different than what I normally do. And when you get an opportunity to come to a place like here and continue to train on your stuff, it's just, there's no better feeling than that. 
and it, again, it is a community here. You know, this isn't just a small little room that has like, you know, seven people coming here. No, this is a huge place with three big studios plus a taping room. Like there's so much that you can do here. And so I think every actor should want to come to a place like this and continue to work on themselves and work on their art and their, their craft. They, they should do that. It's so just, we're, you know, we're going to invite you all to come in on Monday nights. That's when we do our improv. And this is when we play. Yes. And we don't take each other that seriously, but we do work hard. And you know what? Yes, Thanks. we do. We do work hard and it's fun. And then we get frustrated because we don't get it. But then we do get it. And then we're <laughs> like, it's, it's like a constant battle. But thank you for saying that. Because when I opened the studio, um, for me, it was to bring life in. Like passion, discipline. That was commitment. All these things that mean a lot to me, and I'm happy that I'm attracting all these wonderful artists um, that come in and share the same passion as I, because we play and we have fun together. Yes, energy attracts energy, and you're you attract you have great energy, so you're going to continue to attract even more great energy. Oh, and you too. Oh my God, Kareem, watch him on the big screen because he's everywhere. He is everywhere. Is there something coming up? for you like you we just seen you in two movies in december is there something else that we should yes um i don't know if they're going to change the name of this movie um but so far it's called the exclusive i think if i'm not mistaken it's going to be on lifetime but don't quote me on that i might be wrong um but when i find out the details i'll definitely <laughs> release that to the public um uh, from what i understand they were looking to release it in February. I haven't heard anything. So maybe, maybe March. <laughs> we'll see. You know, they don't really tell everybody things. So. <laughs> and this is the one that you shot in Vancouver in November? Yes. I shot this back in November. Yeah. It, uh, it, uh, if I can give a little bit of a synopsis. Um, this woman is a, um, she's a journalist and she's reporting on a story. Um, and then this guy that she was once was once her friend in high school is actually the villain in the story. And she doesn't know because he's befriending her in a really nice way. Um, and I play the character, her, her husband, who they're currently separated. And because of everything that's going on, I become her support system again. And so I'm there to help her and deal with the, everything that's going on. And ultimately, well, I'll let everyone watch the rest of the film oh says, to God, find out the rest you. of it, but yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that. So look out for Kareem. Kareem is also a coaching reader in our demo space. So if you're looking for a space to film your self-tape, auditions, demos, or anything, um, you can get in contact with me for the Academy and all the training programs and Kareem for coach, reader, whatever you need, because he is amazing at what he does. Kareem, thank seriously, you. thank you so much for your time. And thank, thank you, you for sharing and being so open and honest. I'm pretty sure it could help everybody coming out of theater school or starting in theater school into professional actors like you that are in the business working uh, towards the goal. If you want to finish off our interview with a saying, what would it be? I say this all the time. It's my own saying, do the work and reap the rewards. And we end with that note. Thank you yes. so much. <laughs> Thank you, Connie.